All right, let's get this show on the road. So, um, I, uh, dude, I'm, well, okay, so I'm recording this tomorrow. Um, I know it's gonna look like I've loaded this up Friday. Um, Friday the 14th. Oh, oh, Friday the 14th. Um, that's close. Luckily, we made it past, and it is October, actually. That means last year there must have been Friday the 13th on October. Is that true? I don't even remember that. That's crazy, though. Um, Because I believe the calendar moves one day forward each year. Let me, like, go back to October uh, 13th of 2021. Is that a thing? No, it was the 15th. Oh, shoot. So that means that 2023... We're all screwed. It's game over. Because that means October 2023, so it moves one day back. Let me look. I'm looking. That way you can find out here. Because this is where you get your newsworthy um, information. Yes, Friday the 13th next year is October. Bum, bum, bum. Um, that's crazy. But, yeah. No, Um, it looks like it's Friday the 14th right now because it technically is. But to me, the day hasn't ended yet. I have I've been up for like 12 hours today. Not even I was not even. Well, I guess technically because. My days are weird. I like to stay up late. I like to stay up so late that it's early, like that's my move. And it's not even early, like actually early. It's early, like technically early. Um. Yeah, because last night I was just with. Uh, friends and we were out late till like 1 a.m. That's how it was Tuesday. And um, I guess that's how it is today. I have the hiccups. I'm sorry. <gasps> Cure the hiccups on air. Literally live recording. And I stopped to fix the hiccups. Yeah, uh, that's not good, but whatever. Um, so I'm sorry about that dead space, but I had to get rid of the hiccups. You ever do that? You ever get rid of your hiccups? You ever get hiccups? I get them all the time, bro. Um, it's crazy. Um, but I'm excited because I am uh, going back home today. Just cool. Um, I haven't seen my parents. In about a month and a half, which I know is like there are some people that, you know, don't see their parents much longer. But for me, I've, I don't know. I just see I used to seeing them all the time. It's hard to compare things like that. Um, but yeah, I, I get it. Other people's situations are different. Like good friend of mine's from Taiwan. His birthday was yesterday or Wednesday, and he was like, "Yeah, I wish I was with my family." And I was like, "Wow, like that sucks. Like that's terrible." Um, and I didn't obviously like laugh at him when I said that, but you know, I did. Uh, I did acknowledge that it sucks because it does suck. Not good. Um, but you know, you gotta take what you got. So kind of crazy, but. 
we're uh we're trying to thrive out here um i've been hopping all week though for real um today was like my first day off and um it was kind of good to be relaxing um a little bit i mean i still am doing stuff and i'm obviously doing this now um i spent too long watching the game um with uh the Redskins and the or sorry not the Redskins. Oh man, I just dead named them. Uh, <laughs> wokeness is dumb. Um no. Um the Commanders, there we go. And the Bears, which that game was just terrible. But uh one of my buddies who's really into sports betting, he uh he was bet on the Bears, and they disappointed him. So, all watching in suspense. So, yeah, that is that situation. Um, that's why I'm recording this really late. That's why I'm being a degenerate. But you know what? It's okay. I'm gonna be able to do a couple things tomorrow, and then head back home. Have a three-hour drive. So that'll be cool. It won't be cool. It'll suck. But you know what? Whatever. You got to do it. Got to do. Got to do. So I don't know what day of the week I want this to be on because I did it Tuesday and then a Wednesday and then a Friday. Someone was like, yeah, you've really given up on that, haven't you? And I was like, no, I'm just recording once a week now. Once a week just feels like it's so distant. Like. I feel like it was more productive for me to do it every day. But I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm just not sure. Maybe I should do like two or three times a week. That way I'm like staying up to date. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever, dude. I don't know. I don't have these grand plans yet. I don't even know what this is. What is this podcast? I was watching. The, I actually watched the social network today. That movie's so good, but it really goes to show you like, uh, the vision that some of these guys who blow up really big companies have. Um, Cause I was really, uh, you know, like you watch the movie a couple times and you like, you just notice the things about the characters, but um, they're all based on real people and you can see the vision that there was for Facebook. And now Facebook's a giant conglomerate. That's uh, too big. It's got too much control. And I say that, and uh, Zuckerberg is going to slow down my stuff. Or maybe he'll speed up my stuff. What do I know? But, yeah. Oh, man. I, uh, no, it's been a busy week. Uh, it, but it's been a busy week because I'm I'm planning ahead, right? So, I'm going to Jamaica um tomorrow technically because tomorrow's saturday and i'll be in jamaica saturday until tuesday so that's really exciting i'm not going with family or anything but i'm going with my company uh as a trip that i won with them so that's really cool um when you work at a company that'll do stuff like that 
Um, I don't know if I like the idea of working for a company in general. I kind of want to be more entrepreneurial, but uh, that's uh, more of a long-term thing. Maybe if this podcast blows up, see what I can do. I don't even know what I want anymore, man. I'm uh, trying to find more out about myself, I guess. I just don't. I don't understand me at all. I'm uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say that I'm struggling, but because I obviously have a lot of good things going on, but I am. I uh, I don't know. I like senior year of college is just terrifying me because. Like, I should be doing much more to figure out what I'm going to do after college. And I just don't put in the effort. I don't plan that far ahead. I kind of just do what's in front of me. And that's not really a good thing. But, you know, the problem is, like, it's it's hard to... It's hard to focus on stuff now. Like... I don't know. I wish I would have been in a position. I can, I, you know what? I can wish all day long and I can crap in the other hand and I'll see which one fills faster. That's one of my dad's sayings, which is like so dumb, but uh, it's a really good one. Um, now I can wish all day long. It doesn't change my current situation. So pointless to wish, but a lot of things that I would do differently. I could go back um, and uh, I would make sure that this semester was easier that way I'd have more time to figure out stuff but I complain about time and yet it's all about making time I could make the time I'm just kind of lazy I guess um, being lazy is just too easy it's hard to put in the work but no, nah, I don't know. I'm just struggling with that. That scares me. And um I I I'm really I think that partial. I think it's I think the two things are related now that I'm saying this out loud cuz right now I'm I'm having a little bit of crisis of purpose, I think. Looking for some meaning. Um and it's uh i don't know it's i guess it's hard to find the meaning um i don't know i don't even know what the show is anymore dude i just kind of rant into a microphone it's not even funny is it this shit's just depressing um but no i don't know i i think i'm gonna I have I have some plans for what I want to do with the show. I think I I have a little bit of vision, but I just need to get there. That's the real thing. Um, it's just a lot right now. 
I don't know. And I need to, I need to do more. I need to do more, but it's very hard. It's very hard. So we'll have to see, but yeah, whatever. So I, um, uh, I don't know. I, I'm thinking about so much right now. It's crazy trying to get all my thoughts out. Um, okay, so probably late. So let's see. So this week I, I said I was really busy this week. I was hopping. Um, and you know what the crazy part is, is I like didn't even go nearly as hard exercising this week as I have other weeks, but whatever. I kind of I guess I kind of just took a, a little advancement into me kind of shutting off my brain. I'm My brain is going to be totally shut off this weekend. It's going to be so fantastic. Like I've worked ahead in, in my schoolwork. So that way I'm going to come back to um, just a, a quick thing that I have to write up. Um, it's uh, like a topic proposal thing. So it's nothing like too crazy. Um, but I'm coming back to, to almost nothing, which will be really, really nice to just be able to completely like zone out. Um, and I'm also going to have a good night with my parents tonight, technically. Um, if either of you listen to this, um, and you listen to it technically today and it's before I see you. Um, I really miss both my parents. I miss you both. I'm excited to see you. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I like my parents. I think my parents messed me up a little bit, but everybody's parents mess them up a little bit. My parents messed me up in, uh, I think having too much faith in people. <laughs> I mean that because I think my parents are very capable people. And they're also, like, they're people that will, like, say something and then do it way more often than not. And that is a really hard quality to find in a human being in general. And I grew up around two people that are almost always like that no one's always like that it's impossible but people that are always like that almost and then on top of that like the rest of my family is just also just made of capable people that uh you know will say something and do it um and the reality of most people is that you cannot judge people based on what they say at all you have to base people on what they do. Um, like there, there's just, there's something so different between the two. Um, and I, I'm, I'm guilty of this a little bit myself, but um, I think we all, we all are like this a little bit and you probably notice it more to yourself than you would on anybody else. Cause you know yourself too well. And it's uh you know it's it's a lot it's like wow 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sheesh. Um, Got to figure it out. Got to figure out how to say something and then mean it. Um, so I will be going to the gym tomorrow. Today, technically, whatever. Um, I probably won't go down in Jamaica. Not at an all-inclusive resort. Maybe I will. Maybe someone will get my button gear and like, you got to do it. I'll be like, yeah, you're right. Let's go lift. Let's get jacked. Um, yeah. No, like, I noticed this uh, the other day, like, my... Yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was a shirt that was uh, more shrunk than this. Hopefully, you can still hear me when my uh, my head is turned. I'm not sure if you can. Hopefully, I just realized I'm like moving my head around. Doesn't matter. Uh, but it does matter because the mic's here. No, I noticed this the other day. My, I guess the shirt was smaller than this and more shrunk. But my my arms like filled the shirt, and I was like, good, good. Like I'm making some progress. And maybe it, it might have just been the the shirt itself. Like it's an an older shirt i've had it for a while but um so it might be trunk but i was like yeah like good, we're making some progress um so that was cool um lifting is is better and worse with someone else because it's better because you have like accountability like you got to show up for someone someone else like i'm this is a toxic trait that everybody has but it's so easy to let yourself down so much easier to let yourself down than let somebody else down, which is like so weird. Um, I I disappoint myself daily, <laughs> for real. But you know, whatever. That's uh, it's that's why it's better. It's worse because you talk and then you take longer. But if that's the price you pay to actually go, then that's the price you pay to to go because you're actually going and doing something like I, I if I go alone which I have done on like mornings when I don't get up and go it takes me like half the time but you know I'd, I'd rather plus if I if I go alone I'll go in the afternoon and when you do in the when you lift in the morning or maybe not even lift but if you if you do something like that requires energy. Like if you exercise at all in the morning, and I mean physically do something, uh, you just feel better the rest of the day. Like you just, you got up, you did something, your body, I guess, releases some chemicals probably that's like, yeah, you did something. Like you accomplished something today. Good job. That's that's what I get from it. Is that you're just like, yeah, your body goes, good for you. Like we like that. We like when you do things, fatty. Uh, that's what it's telling me. So, yeah, I don't know. But, no, I haven't been working out the hard this week because I've been writing a lot of papers. Writing a lot of papers. Um, and I can actually give you grades on uh, two of them. Because my professor, dude, my professor is, like, I have him for two of my classes. I doubt he'll ever listen to the show. So, uh, but e if he did, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt me at all. Um, like, because I just I praise this guy. He's he's like one of my favorite professors. That I think he's my favorite professor that I've had at Penn State potentially. Um, but 
he's not good enough yet that I'd be like, oh man, like the best professor I've ever had. Because I just, you know, I've only had him for half a semester. I guess with two classes. But um yeah, he uh he's really great and he grades really fast. So um he got I wrote one paper for him on Monday and he got it back to me on Wednesday and I wrote one paper for him on Wednesday and he got it back to me too technically yesterday so Thursday. So he he's got quick response time. The one that I wrote for my writing class that one's uh <laughs> not graded. Um she probably won't grade that for a while. She's got a lot of papers to read. I don't know why anyone in in like anyone in any field would be like, yeah, I want to read people's papers. You want to read? Dude, I hate reading. Like what? I don't want to read. So lame. It's it's all just crap. I don't know. Like no, gross. I don't want to read. Um, probably what makes me reluctant to actually like look at articles and know what I'm talking about <laughs> in my day to day life. I just listen to other people talk, which means that I should I should probably be talking talk myself. I should be reading the read and talking the talk, and that would mean that I'm walking the walk for real. Um. No, but on my first paper, I got a 92, which I got to say, I was kind of astounded by. Like, I did not think that I was going to get a 92 at all in that on that paper. Um, but let me look at it again. Let me make sure that that was the. Uh, that was the grade. Yeah, and it was my midterm paper. Like. 80, 18.4 divided by 20. Yeah, it's a 92. Um, I did do the math right in my head. Um, but yeah, 18.4 out of 20. So and at 20%, it's worth 20% of the final grade. So I'm doing pretty well. And then, uh, you know, I got some other stuff to do. But we will see how that goes. Um... Wow. Okay, that's so wacky. He's got he's got the final draft of our term paper as thirty five percent of the grade, and then like the topic selection. Well, the topic selection probably shouldn't be worth any points, but the preliminary outline and the writing sample are worth nothing. So that's interesting. Um, gotta write a writing sample. That's annoying. That means that's the due date <laughs> for real. <laughs> but yeah so I according to whatever weird system that is being used uh, for this I have an A in that class Um. oh unless he doesn't count a 93 as an A that would suck if he doesn't let me look at the syllabus real quick most professors do I think I feel like a 93 should be an A, but maybe he doesn't. Yeah, 93 and above is an A. Sweet. So I have an A in that class. I have an A in his other class. They're my best grades. Not even close. Um, And then I have like a B plus in French. 
God, I don't like this class. It's just stupid language requirement. I, it's just like I think about it every single day in that class where I'm like, why do I have to do this nonsense? It's just ridiculous. It It is just ridiculous, but whatever. I've got to take an oral exam in that class tomorrow, and that's going to suck. Like tomorrow, today. But that's going to just suck because uh, I, you know, I'm taking a language course, but I can't like speak or understand the language that well. So I don't I don't understand English that well, though, too. So I don't know if that's a French problem or a me problem. Uh, it's probably just a me problem. Um, I don't like comprehend anything. Well, like you could you could I could have a really in-depth conversation with someone and just not remember a single thing. And then there's other conversations where I'll like remember exactly what someone said. And I'm like, that was like crucial. I'm just very selective. I don't remember everything, but the things I do remember, I remember pretty, pretty intensely. Um, so, yeah, whatever. But yeah, the the paper I wrote for the writing class that was uh, not great because I I finished that thing up pretty quickly because well, <laughs> someone called me and was like, "You want to go to country night at this bar?" And I was like, "What? Yeah, I want to go to country night. Country night's fun." So I went to country night as I was finishing that up. Um, and then the paper I wrote on Wednesday, I got an 8.6 out of 10, which was a B. And I got to be honest, I looked at that grade and I was like, yeah, I deserved that. Like, just I, it was like, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, like, I don't think i did much better than that at all like it was kind of garbage but it was okay like i don't know but clearly clearly it's different because well and you know what actually here's the actual thing is like he i don't know if he you know skews the grades or whatever at all but um like I, he doesn't. He clearly doesn't do a curve because the top grade is never a one hundred. Like it, it is sometimes, but it's not. Um, and uh, the high on this, uh, the high on the one I got an eight point six on is a nine point two, and the mean is an eight point three. But the, the mean is a terrible way to use it because you also got the the. Uh, um oh wow he wrote some comments i didn't even realize that uh oh wow um sorry um the mean is just a representation of the entire average so um when you factor in when you take out the outliers like the mean is probably much higher which means i probably got below average but on paper it says i got the uh, below above average um wow yeah so that was that paper but you know what whatever i get extra credit then i got extra credit in that class because i showed up um because 
that's like he's the type of person where he's like very blunt about if like he sees effort in what you're doing then like it's okay like showing up to him is a big deal and um i get it like if i was a professor i'd be the same way i'd be like how are you not showing up to my class like how what level of disrespect do you have for a class to not be showing to like be consistently not showing up like i get it if you miss a class here or there but like to just not show up is sucky which is why i guess there's attendance grades but on that same level i say that and i'd probably be like that for like the first two years of being a professor and then i'd be like actually i don't care like <laughs> i'd be like actually psych I don't care because you're paying. I'm getting paid no matter what. You could fail this class and I've got no skin in the game. Like, doesn't matter to me at all. Um, Whatever. I would probably end up eventually being my attitude, which is a horrible attitude. But it's, uh, you know, is what it is. Um, but yeah. Um. Yeah. No. The well. I, you know. I clearly had. I. I clearly had a better time writing the, the paper. I got an A minus on. Um. The intricacy, like the law in in theory, is something that I'd like, but the actual like nitty gritty parts of it is like so irritating to me. Like I just like when you gotta like pick your words correctly because semantics matter and i'm not saying they don't but when like when a comma being present changes the meaning of the sentence and the interpretation and then the entire thing can be different that to me is just like oh man like i don't like that at all maybe that's a fear of failure thing um but that is just not like I don't I don't like that at all. Like the detail oriented nature of it. Um do not like that at all. And my writing class is uh more, I think, broad in its uh application, so I can just kind of talk my nonsense and and keep going. Um <laughs> which <laughs> I had the we had the best class on Wednesday in that class because he started so he brings up in the beginning of the class this article uh, apparently and this is i guess news so yeah whatever but he read this article he reads articles i listen to what other people say about articles and then i know what i'm gonna say about what they say right but this was all just he kind of just brought it up as a discussion point and so New Zealand's passed this law that taxes farmers that raise cattle and it, it it's a tax on per cow, which to me, I'd love to know how that bill works because like, what if like the guy, like, like what if a farmer who's like paying taxes, like how would they not just be like, Oh no, I, I, I know I, I know I have a bunch of cows, but actually I, I, you know, slaughtered them all for meat yesterday. So I don't actually have any more. Bump, bump, bump. Like, like, I, I don't know. Like, 
that that's like i don't know how that works like that's stupid though like the idea of like how you'd enforce that is also just ridiculous because you'd have to like go by self-reports or like see how it like like or you'd have to have some guy whose job is to like go confirm how many cows there are and then the problem with that is like cows like look similar but you can't make distinctions of them so like you'd have no idea like it's just so dumb like camouflage within the herd kind of idea but um yeah so regardless um i guess of all that we he brought that up we start talking about just cows producing gas and there's this one guy in the class and me and him I guess we're fundamentally uh, diametrically opposed on the thought process of this law and animals generally. So we start talking about this. I just got up in my seat because I'm excited. Uh, I'm like, I can be like, ooh, like I'm excited to argue. Good, good, good. Um, This is fun, man. Is definitely what I like doing, just talking into a microphone. Um, I don't even know when I started this. I don't know how much longer I got to go. Um, I I think it was like I think I should go for like 20 more minutes or so. But um <laughs> so me and him, me and him were definitely going going back and forth the whole time, but it starts with him, and I said something like, I feel like this law is real, like because they talked about the law, and then I was kind of just like, well, like I'm gonna drop the hammer because um, I'm so smart. I'm thinking so far ahead that everybody's point is going to be invalid kind of a thing. Um, but they all talk about like, like everybody says their piece. And then I, I say like, well, I, I'm not sure like how I, exactly accurate this is, but I'm pretty sure that this is a, a, a very ineffective way of saving the environment is to try to reduce the amount of methane that cows are producing because I'm pretty sure based on statistics I've seen and, and checked that the global emissions of raising cattle is like two to 5% of the entirety of emissions that are caused from the world is from cattle, like specifically from cattle. Like that's, that's not the problem. And the, and the animals are going to be here anyway. Right. So like, mm, you gotta, you gotta have some of that crap anyway. <laughs> crap, literally, <laughs> pun fully intended. Um, you're gonna have to have that crap anyway. So, um, I say that, and he was, and this guy was like, um, actually, I'm pretty sure it's more like between twenty and fifty percent of the emissions are from animals, and I didn't say this at the time, but I definitely thought about this pretty quickly after was how is it going to be between 20 and 50%? We can't get a more accurate like section of of data based on like like we're really going to go with a 30% differential because let's be really honest. If it's if it's 20% of emissions from the world is coming specifically from cattle. That is uh, that is definitely definitely a significant portion. Like twenty piece, twenty percent of a pie is 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 a decent amount on like a pie graph. Like it's pretty big, but it's a fifth, right? 
But that also means there's 80% elsewhere that you can fix. And given that we're not going to stop 100% of meat eating, like not even close. Like that seems like an awfully ineffective way to kind of close the piece of that emissions. Now, if it's 50, different story because it's half, right? But you got to think of all the other things that are emitting like carbon into the atmosphere that, I don't know, maybe there's, you know, something that's going to, you know, do that. Like, I don't know, the fact that there are millions of cars in the United States just alone or across the entire globe, there's probably billions of cars. Or, hmm, like, it's just like, there's so many things that's like, okay, so we're really going to pretend like it could be 50%. That's just, that idea sounds stupid. Um, And I kind of take a backseat from that conversation because when someone questions your statistics, like you can just argue about, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste my time arguing like my statistics against his, because like, if I'm, if I'm working with different numbers than he is, then we're not even arguing about the same thing. So it's just an effective argument. So I literally pull up my phone and I look up as they're talking about it. And now that it's, you know, upwards of 50%, and I guess like, I don't, I don't know if it was like my best position in that argument. I guess it kind of was because prove my point, but I'm not going to like tell him that his statistics are wrong when I'm not exactly positive that I know that I'm right. So I take a backseat and I, I look that up and then I look it up and like most of the numbers that came up were like 14.5%. And uh, it looked like it was between 10 and 20, like for the most part when I just did a quick Google search and just kind of looked at like headlines and, and it was just kind of like, you know, I was just trying to find quick data. Like I wasn't really trying to do a research paper or anything. So I I'm like, so here's the actual like data. Like here's the data that I just found like on a quick search. And then everybody goes with those numbers then. And I'm like, well, my, cause t- 10 and 20%, that's a pretty broad range to like, it's, it's much less, uh, narrow than like between two and five, which is what I thought. Um, cause obviously you're not going to get like a hard percentage. Cause then everybody would be like, Oh, it's, Oh, it's exactly 3.5% or, Oh, it's exactly 14.5%. Like, yeah, like you got to estimate. So there's going to be some room for variability, but it shouldn't be 30%, 30 absolute percentage points. So yeah, that's ridiculous, but a 10% absolute percentage point, I don't hate. And given that it was pretty close to the middle of that, I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll work with like 15. Um, But I'm like, so like, that's not that big of a problem. Like we could be doing other things like any, anything to, to lessen our global emissions than, than the 15% piece. Like, give me a piece of the pie that is 50%. You know what I mean? Like, well, let's reduce that part. Like, let's, let's figure out how to make cars that aren't emitting tons of carbon into the atmosphere. Let's do that first. Or let's build an infrastructure of, of public transit that is so good that it just makes more sense for people to publicly transit than for people to buy cars. Which, by the way, is really hard to do. Because that's that's the real thing. is like people, you need to do, you need to make you need to make something the easiest choice for people. Like, 
if it's if people always do the easiest thing like like on mass i know there's obviously the exception of the rules but people do the easiest thing about a fall which is why we brought this up earlier in in the class time at this point i like i'm all about incentives like i feel like most people just don't understand incentive like and I, that's probably my job speaking a little bit because i i work on the commission so like I, I know, like, you know, I, I know, like, I know I got to do something and to get something kind of a thing. um, But when people are always talking theory of like, oh, like, people could just do this. It would just take a little bit more effort. And then, like, the world's problems would go away and unicorns would exist. And there'd be a rainbow at the front of my door every day. Like, that's nonsense. Like, ridiculous. What are you talking about? So... You need to make something the easiest possible choice for people. It's not the easiest choice. On mass, people won't do it. So it's easier for most people to just have a car. You know, I can leave whenever I want. The world operates on my schedule. Not, <laughs> not the schedule of a bus or the schedule of a subway. Or, you know, obviously there's the, the cities that are on the northeast side of the United States are more walkable cities. Um, they're more walkable. I didn't say they were completely walkable. OK, just for the for the nerd who's going to be like, um, um, actually, technically, uh, uh, you're wrong about this city because uh, because uh, I said so. And it's like, OK, dude, I don't care. Like, screw you. If we're going to look objectively at like the walkability and the the ability to live without a car on general on the generalness of of the northeast specifically because the south was kind of destroyed during the civil war um but the the eastern side of the country went back when people didn't have cars and back when people had to walk everywhere or back when there were horses and horses have limitations right versus a city like i don't know los angeles that was basically built around the functionality of people having cars or any city in California for that matter um, or any city on the West Coast, like take your freaking pick. Like you'd need a car to be in those cities much more so than you need one to be in New York or Philly or Boston. You just do. Um, that's why I like the Northeast. It's it's it, there's a simplicity to being able to walk everywhere. I think it's good. I don't know. But no, you uh, my whole point, let's get back to the point. Let's get back to the argument at hand is that you need to make something the easiest choice for people to do. And at least with with this instance, it's like okay, how are you going to make it like the easiest way to I don't know, recycle so that's my rant about incentives within this class. But I'm always the guy who's like pushing that stuff in the class. My libertarian philosophy. Um, anarchy in the streets. It's good. It's not good, but it but it's good kind of right. Um, so. Where was where were we at that argument? I was talking about how. Um, people always do the easiest thing. 
how is that related to this? Oh, no, 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 no. I was talking about cars emitting carbon. So, right. So there's got to there's got to be some other piece of the pie that's that's worth more than the 15 percent, especially given, I think, the the resistance that there would be to people just stopping to consume meat altogether. Like we've been eating meat for, you know, as long as humans have been around. So um, we should probably and there's there's a lot of there's so much nutrition in meat. And like, it's just good for people. There's a lot of evidence to say that meat is what allowed people to thrive and become what we are today because it's so nutrient dense that it allowed our brains to focus on things other than just base survival things. Um, and it allowed us to think critically and do more. So that's why we developed on meat and then, I'm not saying that plants are bad for you, but plants are bad for you. Uh, no, like for real though, plants are bad for you. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Regardless of all that, um, he go he's he's talking about stuff, and then like the idea of like energy comes up, and like oh my god, like you realize like ninety percent of the energy that is eaten of like from a cow, like we don't get, cause we just can't retain it um, through the, through what the cow actually produces at the end of the day. I'm like, I don't care. Like, it's not about the number of calories. It's the, about the quality of the calorie. Right. Like that is, that's the key. But then he, re then he uh, let us all know that he was vegan. And I was like, Oh, so you're like, not even, developed enough in the brain because you never got the nutrition. No, 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 no. I didn't say that, but I kind of thought it a little bit. <laughs> like, maybe you should eat some meat and then you'd be able to think critically and come up with an argument that makes more sense than this nonsense. Um, I don't, I don't like veganism. Sorry. And meat's too good. Meat is too good for you, dude. It's so, and it also just tastes delicious. It's the most nutritious food on the planet. Meat. I'm talking meat like like I'm so basic and boring. I'll eat meat just as it is with salt. If you can cook the meat properly, I don't even care what meat we're talking about. Chicken, pork, steak, ham, like lamb, um whatever you want, if you cook the meat properly, it kind of only needs salt. Like, you don't need all this fancy spice nonsense. Maybe that's the white guy in me talking because I'm weak and I can't really handle the spice. But you don't need more than salt. I'm a very simple man. I'm a man of simple taste, man. I don't need anything special. I just need something reliable, okay? For real, in every aspect of my life. I need reliable people. I need reliable food. Do I need anything else? A reliable microphone, computer, camera? I don't know. So I can talk about things that are good. S tier. Anyway. Um, no, but meat's so good for you, dude. And uh, he told us he was a vegan, right? And then at, at some point, you know, he's a vegan. So obviously he came up with this argument of like uh, the morality of eating meat. 
And I just was like, dude, oh my God. Like, are you serious? Are we seriously going to talk about the morality of eating meat? So then I bring up the example of like, okay, or no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. That he didn't bring that up. I'm sorry. No. Cause we talked about, well, he kind of did. I think it was him that brought up like the life quality of the animals in the factory farming industry. Okay. Admittedly, I'm not going to be out here defending everybody that, that, you know, produces me. Obviously the life quality of some of these animals is, is not top quality, right? But on a certain level, you also vote with your dollars. And if you're paying for people to treat their animals like crap, then you're paying for people to treat your animals like crap. Like if you want to change, you need to spend your money differently and you need to go to a farmer's market and shell a little bit more money and get money from the guy who's going to treat the animals right. And maybe that guy eventually builds up scale and he can sell you meat at a lower price eventually. But that that change is not going to just happen just because you want it to happen. Like, no, the incentive is as such that it's cheaper to do to produce meat this way. That's how they're going to do it. Right. That's how big companies are going to do it. Sorry. Sucks to suck. So he's talking about the, the quality of life that these animals have. And sure, quality of life of the animals is not good. I'm not saying that people are great for that. But what I am saying, and then I brought this up and I was like, so like when a mountain lion eats a deer or take any two animals where one eats the other one. Um, we, uh, we kill the animals much more humanely than, than that. Like, like a, like a dog eating a rabbit alive or a mountain lion eating a deer. Like I just use a mountain lion eating a deer because we live in Hickville, Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> but so, like the the deer is alive through that whole process of uh, until it, until it obviously bleeds out. Like that's not fun for the deer. We kill our animals instantly. Like the the maybe the life in and of itself is is not that is not better, but the process in which they die is isn't much. Like it's not better. And I brought that up as an argument just to kind of be like, okay, like on a certain level, it's like okay, like we're not horrible and then my professor he kind of he kind of made a joke but it it clearly didn't play to this guy as a joke i got it as a joke but he was like yeah do we question the ethics of the mountain lion that's eating a deer um and obviously you don't right and then he got the the vegan guy was just all on about it he was like oh like you can't you can't like even make that comparison because humans are you know, able to reason like obviously animals can't think that way. Like we should not be killing animals because that's more it's immoral. It's wrong to do. OK, then I had to wheel it back and be like, OK, like, listen, when I said that that mountain lions eating deer is like not comfortable for the deer, I didn't mean that we should be critiquing the mountain lion for being unethical. That's dumb. Obviously, I'm not a moron. OK. Humans are special. We're distinct. I've made this art. I said this in class. We're distinct, special. We have an ability to reason that is beyond that of any other animal. Okay. It's why we're humans. We're better. Um, we kind of rigged the game in terms of us being eaten. Like we're not eaten by any predators at all. We figured out how to beat them all and kill them all. Like, 
except for like sharks, right? But if you get eaten by a shark, I gotta be honest, it's, it's kind of your fault. You know, like you, you're a human and you're weak in water. Like you literally are like, oh yeah, I'm going to pick the environment where I'm super weak and it's the shark's environment where he's OP. Like, no. But even sharks, people have eaten shark. Many people have eaten shark. We, we've learned how to beat them too. We just don't get in the water. We just we just beat all the animals because we're so smart. So we beat all the animals. So with that comes the sort of responsibility to treat the animals right. So <laughs> this is like one of the first times that this happens. I think it's in this process, these arguments. But this girl starts like leaving the class because <laughs> she's like, I guess, uh, not happy with something we're saying. She's like, oh, my God, I can't deal with this. I had to leave. She leaves for like 30 minutes, with 30 seconds to a minute at a time. Not that big of a deal. It's just kind of funny when you irritate someone with a logical argument <laughs> um, or maybe an illogical argument, which this comes up. But I, I kind of am like, yeah, like we've we've figured out like how to beat all the animals because we're just better as humans. So like there's some more moral responsibility. But the thing is, is like people have had this debate for years. Like we've dealt with this problem. Like, and I'm not talking like years, like a couple decades. Like I'm talking like since the beginning of people writing, like in the Bible, in the Old Testament, Judaism, which has been practiced for literally thousands of years, the kosher laws are there, dude. The code, and then I had to say this because I just assumed he wasn't Jewish. Um, which, by the way, nailed it. Vegan and an atheist, two red flags. Um, so yeah, if you're an atheist, you're, like being an atheist, I think is just ridiculous. I think I talked about this before. Atheism is ridiculous. You got to go agnostic minimum. I did. I definitely did talk about this. Um, so. No. So I was like, OK, so Judaism, like in the kosher laws, like the kosher laws aren't limited to. Now, I don't know all the kosher laws. I just know a few things. Um, I know you can't eat meat and cheese in the same meal. And then some people will take that meaning hours apart like you have to wait hours after eating meat in order to eat dairy and vice versa um so i know that's part of the law obviously you can't eat pork obviously there's a few more limitations but one of the things is that all the meat has to be kosher and that means that the meat is is killed in a proper way which at the time that these laws were uh, written i'm calling them laws because they're jewish law right at the time, it was a sharp knife. You had to slit the throat, right? And that was how you had to kill the animal, like in a sacrificial way. And then you have to do some voodoo priest stuff to it. Um, I, I know I'm kind of making a mockery of the religion right now. I'm sorry. I, I actually don't know. I'm just trying to describe it in my words. Whatever. No, actually, no. Jews don't believe in Jesus, and he's my Lord and Savior. Um, but... No, so my jokes aside, or my, I don't know, not even jokes. Jesus is my Lord and Savior, but whatever. 
that aside in the in the Jewish faith like this was a thing and I know that the laws kind of get reversed in the New Testament at some point um but like that wasn't a thing for thousands of years like we we acknowledge that it's immoral to a degree like or people somewhere somehow had an acknowledgement that killing the animals is wrong in in a, in a way so we have to go through a pro but it's also okay because if you look at like the circle of like like something's got to die so that something else can live that's just how it works unless you're a plant taking energy from the sun like so, on an animal's level something has to die so the way you can live right so if that's the case like we got to figure out how to deal with the the morality of it right so that's why the kosher laws existed um it's so that way we deal with that and then you gotta love the atheists right because their arguments are so predictable because you bring up the bible one time and right so then we before we get back to this kid right the professor goes like oh yeah like eating on a kosher diet and that's like really hard as well because we had been talking about him being on a vegan diet and how that's like actually some good dedication and like he actually he actually means what he says. If you're a vegan, like I'll I'll make fun of you because you're a vegan. But if you're an actual vegan and you're disciplined with, with it, like I'm not gonna make fun of the discipline. The discipline is real, dude. Like you're actually walking the walk. Like a lot of people will talk a big game, but then not do it. So if you're an, if you're actually a vegan, like if you're actually a vegan, my jokes shouldn't offend you because you know that you're more disciplined than I am. Right. So he's, he's an actual vegan, but uh, the professor was like, yes. And eating a, a kosher diet is very restrictive as well. And um, you know, it's sometimes it's probably harder than a vegan diet and vice versa. So obviously you'd be limiting yourself in that way. And like, yeah, for sure. Obviously. So he comes back to that and he goes with his obvious atheistic argument of doesn't the Bible also say how you should be treating your slaves? And I guess slaves is a trigger word for some. So this girl like left the class and slavery triggered her, which uh, I don't know. I don't like that at all. Like if words trigger you, you should not be allowed to have debate. I'm sorry. If words trigger you that much, you should not be allowed to, to talk. I, I, like, no. Get over yourself. That's ridiculous. If you can't talk about something rationally and reasonably, then you just shouldn't be allowed to, to have debate anyway. Sorry. That's my opinion. That's ridiculous. But it's not my class. I can't kick her out. <laughs> Um, or tell her that's not okay. But he he brings that up, which is it's like obviously it's a stupid argument, right? What are we talking about? Are you serious? You're really gonna talk about slavery as justification for the Bible is so bad? Like, okay, sure. I didn't say the Bible was I I and then I came back to me. 
And I was like, dude, I did not say under any circumstance that the Bible should be taken as absolute law and you should follow everything in it. I didn't say that. I made it. I made a point that people have been questioning the morality of killing animals for a long time. And people have put limitations on it in the past. There are people that are following tradition that is thousands of years old. That is said to not kill animals in horrible ways. Like they, they put that limitation on it. Obviously, that that probably needs an update. Let's be honest. Uh, the, the best way to kill an animal now is definitely not by slitting its throat and ble- letting it bleed out that way. It probably was a very humane way at the time it was written. But let's be honest. We could do better. So, yeah, it's just, like, I didn't say. He brings up the freaking slave thing. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Get out of here. And everybody, I love how everybody was immediately like, no, 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 no. That was, like, everybody jumped on him in, in the class for being like, well, I don't know if everybody jumped on him, but there were definitely people that were like, that seems like a weird argument to make. Like, why are we talking about this slavery part of this like that's not what he was saying and that he brought it up again too which I was like dude like what are we doing like you can't and I'm gonna say this which is it's probably wrong to a little bit of a degree but it when something seems hard to understand I find the best way to understand it better is to extrapolate it to the to the reverse extreme of what it is so like on an individual level i can say things that are smart and good and i can also say things that are stupid and bad that's possible like so are we saying the bible can't do the same things like yeah no we shouldn't have slaves duh I did not make that argument. I made an argument out of something good that someone said. But the problem is, is now in our cancel culture world, um, we take one bad thing that anybody said and we go, oh, you're a bad person. Everything that you've ever said, done or reacted to is immediately bad. And we hate you. Dumb. There is good in all bad, there is bad in all good. And I'm going to use the words all because I certainly mean it because even if you want to go with something truly, truly horrible, the person at the core of it usually, like, always thinks that they're doing a good thing, even if they're doing a bad thing. We can look back on history and pretty clearly state, oh, yeah, some of these evil people, they're doing bad things. I don't want to give out the stereotypical answers, right? But you know who I'm talking about, right? But they think they're doing good. Or like, I don't know, let's let's take someone who's actually like respected in history as Alexander the Great, right? Great king of Greece, right? Like Alexander the Great slaughtered many people. And yet we look at him fondly, I guess because he did more good than bad, but he did a lot of bad. And then you look at someone like Genghis Khan, who's essentially the same thing on a different level. We look at Genghis Khan as bad, but I'm sure Genghis Khan thought he was doing good when he was 
building his empire. Like, obviously, from his perspective, he thought it was good. So even if it's something as little as that, there's there's good within it at, at some point. And you you also can't say that like they never did anything that was that was good or bad like in reverse. Like I bet at some point. Gang is kind of like a pure thought. You know what I mean? Just like we've all had impure thoughts and things that we do that are bad. But everybody, everybody does bad things. Everybody does good things. Like to, or at least things that they perceive are good and things that we perceive are bad. Like it's just like to to make these vast points is just so stupid and disingenuous and. It's a bad faith argument, which he was called out on. He was like, that's such a bad faith argument. Like, why are you making the argument that the, the Bible also talks about slavery? Especially, like, when I can clarify my point and be like, listen, I'm not saying that we should be following the Bible. I'm saying that this is a moral quandary that people have dealt with, right? And just because you feel one way doesn't mean that we all have to feel the same way. That's what's kind of great about being humans. We can all think differently. So, sure, maybe at any level, meat is murder to you, but I got to be honest, I don't think uh, meat is the same thing as, like, killing an animal for meat is the same thing as killing another human being. And then at some point in this argument, this goes around for a while, and I forget all the details. I See, and this is the weird part, is, like, I remember, like, specific details of this conversation, not the whole thing, um, going, just flashing back. Um, and he talks at some point he utters the sentence like I support cannibalism in the right circumstances and that was obviously a, like a whoa across the room like we were all like what are you talking by the way for context this class is like 10 people so we uh like it's it's not like a huge class. Like we can actually have this debate. So, and not everybody shows up every day. In fact, most days, like not all ten of us are there. Um, I'm always there because I'm a I'm a good person, and you know I, I'm I'm awesome, right? So, um, he he says that and we're all like, what are you talking about? And then, so one of my buddies from, uh the club where I do stand up at he he's in this class with me so he goes is cannibalism vegan <laughs> and then we're and then we all start laughing about this because that's obviously ridiculous we start talking about that and then my professor has to like calm us all down and be like I can confirm there are no vegan cannibals and <laughs> I got to say, the fact that that sentence was uttered by my professor in a 400 level course at a at a university that is has a reputation that Penn State does. The fact that that happened is just the greatest thing that might ever happen to me in my whole college career, because that's absurd. What is college? We're just. Not. Like, what are we doing, dude? Uh, it's just absolute absurdity. And that was so funny.
is it, there are no vegan cannibals. Like, what? And then, then this the guy from the comic. We as we walk out of the class, he doubles down on it. He's like, nah, because humans are different from animals. Because if we're talking about like veganism, right? That means that nobody has ever been fully vegan because we've all had milk from our mothers. And I was like, oh my god, we're actually gonna, we're actually gonna talk about this. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna make it a bit. And I was like, cheers to you, dude make that a bit but that is just wacky um so he's in the belief that cannibalism is actually vegan because humans are not animals and i was just like what let's not justify cannibalism in any diet we could do that too i think that's a i think that's a good option personally um but maybe that's just because i don't want to get eaten um i don't think it tastes very good either i'd uh probably be too bland because i'm white he <laughs> all right i think i went for way over an hour so i'm good with this um i appreciate you all for listening just know that i didn't give up on s tier um and i still like this show even if it's just me ranting so thanks for listening to s tier i'll see you all next week uh, i'm not sure when i'll record next week but um i'll see you when i see you so uh cheers to you have a wonderful day. Um, and yeah.